bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you want to hit me on the talk and text or give us a call, uh, you can email at host at 1017thetruth.com. Check us out on LinkedIn and on the website and on the app. And we're all over, everywhere. We'll never stop. All right, so I got a question because it's Thursday. And... Well, so how do you catch a pig? Anybody know how? How do you catch a pig? Well, here's what you do. First, you lay down some corn, and then the pig comes, and they eat the corn. The next time... You lay down corn, but you put up just one wall of fencing. And then the pig comes, and they eat the corn. And then the next time, you put down two walls of fencing. And the corn, and the pig comes, and eats the corn. And then the third time, you, you put down, you know, you put, up, you put down the corn, and you put up three walls, Right? And you put the corn in the middle, and the pig comes and eats the corn. And then the next time you put down corn, you put up three walls, but then you put up a fence with a door, and you leave it open. And the pig shows up, and they kind of hesitant, like, eh, am I going? But then they go, you know what? And they go ahead and eat it, and then they run back out and they leave. And so when they come back, after you've put more down, they figured the door was open and I went in before and I ate and left. So I'll eat this time. And that's when you simply close the door. And the pig is trapped. Sounds dumb. Why do I say that? This is what's happening to America. 
We don't have a place where we can have freedom of speech, free access to what we want, as long as it's not harming ourselves or others. For some reason, other people believe they need to choose for us or tell us what's good for us, what you can and can't eat, where you can go and can't go, what you can say and not say. It's like everything's offensive. Everything is a no. Everything is terrible. Essentially, we don't have a right to believe what we believe. We seem to not have a right to have our own, like, religious beliefs. Had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and he said, somebody told him, and they came up to me that they believed that their religion was the right way, and they, and they believed it. And, and then they asked the person, well, do you think your religion is right and everybody's is wrong? And he said, yes. And my friend said, man, you can't do that. And I was like, what? You can't tell somebody else that their religion is wrong. I'm like, yes, you can. Now, you can choose not to believe it. You can say I disagree. You can do whatever you want to do. But you can't tell someone else that what they believe, they can't. Unless it's harming them or harming you or harming somebody else. We should not have to support the things that we don't want to support or that we have a difference about. Like, when did it become bad to differ? Essentially, American society wants us to believe things that we don't want to believe. And for whatever reason, people don't seem to have a right to express themselves about anything unless the masses agree. And it has to be what they say you should believe and say and do. Even if we vehemently disagree, which I think is the whole point of it. Disagreeing is healthy. I think it's a cop out to tell people, well, we'll we'll just agree to disagree. Well, why don't you, instead of trying to argue against me, just say what you're saying. And don't counter what I say. Just say what you believe. It's called civility. But then think about it. You're right. Ukraine is like not fighting for no reason. Russia's trying to come in and take over and make them part of and rebuild the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. And so it's funny. I called it. The Soviet Union, and somebody reminded me, hey, it's not Soviet Union, it's Russia. I'm like, that's what you say. That's what the UN says. That's what the G8 says. That's what NATO says. But in Russia's mind, they are working to become the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics with an S. It's a republic. It's us. And that's why they're trying to take over Ukraine. Or... People aren't dying trying to get on a raft to row 90 miles to go from Cuba to America and Florida for no reason. I believe their forces in America. Well, let me rephrase that. There are forces in America and they're not forcing you to conform to what they believe is true. They're just creating 
narrower parameters around free speech, free thought. Oh, you can think it. You just can't say that. Access and security, for that matter, sure. You can only believe and can only do what we say. But then, I guess my question, how do you catch a pig, is not really the right question. I think the operative question is, who's the pig? Now, here's what you need to do. You ready? This is how you're going to find out who the pig is. I need you to hold up your cell phone, because everybody got one. Hold up to your face. Hold up to your mouth. Blow on it. Right onto the screen. Did it fog up? Well, there's your answer. The pig? Hey, that be you. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Truth Nation, violence is a problem that affects us all, but together we can make a difference. The award-winning 1017, The Truth, wants to ignite positive change, bring about awareness to the senseless violence that's occurring in our community. That's why we're hosting the inaugural Truth Walk Against Violence, led by Tori Lowe, Saturday, July 22nd from Victory Over Violence Park down MLK, right to our studio at 3rd Street Market Hall. Over the next month, that's this month, Tori Lowe is going to be speaking with community leaders about how we can better provide resources and work as community to rise up against violence. If you want to join the fight to stop violence, go to 1017thetruth.com right now. Sign up for our Walk Against Violence on Saturday, July 22nd. So make sure you check that out. 833-212-2017. 833-212-2017. Somebody just put in the talking text. Uh, Sheila said, hey, Dr. Ken, I just wanted to let you know yesterday my mom made that comment because you poo-pooed um, Elvis Presley, LOL. Sorry if I wasn't clear when I made that remark. Also, I just want to thank you for your honesty. At least appears that you always give your honest opinion that you don't fall into a pushing a narrative because it's mainstream. I've heard you several times between here and WTMJ uh, say things that go against what the majority was assuming. Yep. And that's the byproduct of having lived a life that's longer than most people that actually work here and being able to remember like things that are happening today how they also happened in the past and what the outcome was, because I think we forget time doesn't change people. People are the same. People react the same. I was having a conversation with a young man um, a couple hours ago, and I said, you know, we have to remember that you don't have to, I don't have to experience what you experienced in order to understand what it is you're going through. 
And so many times there's this mantra in younger people that, well, you didn't go through exactly what I went through, so you don't understand. No, that's not true. See, when you cry, it, it amazes me that emotion, like music, is universal, and music can actually control your emotion. That when you see someone in tears, they're either happy or sad. Rarely do people just cry because they cry. You can understand that regardless of what language they speak. If they spoke Russian, German, Spanish, won't matter. English, doesn't matter. Just like happiness. So I think it's important that, that when you say you relate to something and you have significant experience, history is a great teacher. However, there are some things that you ought not go through. Like there's just some stuff, I'm telling you, you should just not go through it. 833-212-1017 is the number. So I was I was looking I was looking at some of the stories that are there's a lot of stuff going on in the city of Milwaukee that um we need to be aware of, but but there's one in particular, one story in particular. Um, do you perceive Milwaukee to be a dangerous city? 833-212-1017. Is Milwaukee a dangerous city? And I want to know because I have some information that I think you would enjoy. But but before I do that, I need four or five of you to kind of hit me on the talking text line or even give me a call to tell me, is Milwaukee a dangerous city? Yes or no? I'm watching TV. I'm looking at the news where now crime is literally, can you think of a suburb where there hasn't been crime in the last year? Whitefish Bay, Shorewood, Bayside, Brown Deer, Milwaukee, Greenfield, Greendale, St. Francis, Cudahy, South Milwaukee, Oak Creek, and Franklin. Did I miss anybody? I think those are all the suburbs. Those are all the cities that are within Milwaukee County. We've had crime in all those. Every single one. Barring, I think, what, three or four off the top of my head, we've had a shooting in every one. We've had a car crash in every one. Is Milwaukee a dangerous city? Yes or no? 833-212-1017 is the number. Bill said, hello, I don't consider it a dangerous city, but it is much more dangerous than it used to be. I don't know what that means, Bill. You just told me yes and no. Is it or is it not? KP said, not at all. Not all of Milwaukee is dangerous. You just need to be aware of your surroundings. That sounds like code for you got some bad neighborhoods and some good neighborhoods. You got some black neighborhoods and some white neighborhoods. Like, what exactly does that mean, KP? 
Is it dangerous or not? Now, I remember moving here in 93 thinking to myself, one, I'm glad I moved here. Two, they got some rough spots around here near South Side, north, some places on the north side. But by and large, it's no different than what I left in Milwaukee. It's, it's kind of, I kind of like it here, you know. I stayed 30 years, but I'm just saying, I like it here. I love the city. I love the hustle and bustle. I love the different places to eat, the parks, all that. Love it. Has it started to get dangerous? You tell me. Bill says, sorry for the ambiguity. I consider it extremely safe in the past growing up here, but now I am much more aware when I'm out at night of the people around me. Okay. So where do you go at night? Sheila said, on the whole, I believe that Milwaukee is a dangerous city. However, it depends on the time of evening or night you're out. If you're out, it doesn't matter what neighborhood you're in, however. That's true. But crime happens like 24 hours a day. So, But I get your point. Here's my question to KP, Sheila, Bill, and Chris Jr. Can you be very specific in what it is that you're saying? Because I think what's happening is that you're speaking in code. And if you think the black communities are dangerous, say so. If you think the white communities are dangerous, say so. If you think the Hispanic or Asian communities are dangerous or the Jewish communities or whatever, say so. That's all I'm saying. Because what we find is that it's important to remember the city is us. It's a reflection of us. And contrary to popular belief, having started my career in District 6 as the police on the south side, when it went from the viaduct north of National Avenue all the way down to college, that was not a walk in the park. They used to call District 6 God's country because they believed the volume of crime didn't happen. But when it did, it was out of control. Like it was way over the top. But we pretend like that doesn't happen. We pretend like that doesn't matter. And I find it interesting that we've now started talking about, what do we call them? Uh, Mass shootings. We've been having those kind of shootings for decades and nobody ever called them mass shootings. They've been classified as mass shootings for decades since the FBI did it years ago. But yet now they, they chalk them up because what's happening is the majority of mass shootings had happened in white communities. And now we're trying to, oh, well, we got to say that happened in black communities because, you know, no. I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sheila said Milwaukee is not dangerous. Chris Jr. said danger is not even the word. This place is like the Wild West. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's very particular. It's always, it's always, it's usually the people that know each other. It's the people that have beef with each other. As most homicides and most shootings occur, it's people that know each other. 
And so because the police can't be in your house, walking with you in your group, that's what you get. Yep. And so when things occur, this is our city. This is what we do. You can't blame anybody. You can't blame Republicans. You can't blame all the things that are occurring in the city are because individuals made decisions and they acted on them. You can't blame anybody else for what you do, including me. And sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you are on the new 1017 The Truth. Hi, Dr. Ken. Hey, how are you? I don't know. I'm just hanging in here. But um, hold up. I was out of town for a few minutes. That's the first huh? time you did not tell me that you were good. I'm not. <laughs> you okay? Oh, I went out of town. Okay. Oh, man. Well, not really, but I uh, got a sciatic. That's crazy. That shot uh, me off. Uh, did they and give you I a was shot? Out of town. Did they give you a shot? Yeah, four of them. And I said, I never had that before, so I didn't know. I just said, this is crazy. But I learned something new. Mm-hmm. Don't play with sciaticas. No. Yes. But do not do anyways, that. I was out of town. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was out of town in, in Tennessee. And so I said, let me call Dr. Ken. He probably thought I forgot about him, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, your people there, I didn't forget. It's just that the pain be so bad, you barely could say anything you know so i just did it this way but yeah you were talking about our city and do i think it was bad and all the good stuff um i think and you say we can't blame somebody i do i blame the structure that set up the right to city out because they started like i said a long okay. time ago we just didn't know what was happening but sandra and they, sandra yeah but you got that your, does not cause your, um, people to act a fool and shoot people it does not. Well, the, the guns would cause the food to shoot the people. They all no, 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 Everybody need a gun. They got tempers and all that. But they don't need no gun. If they don't know how to act, they don't need a gun. And then we need to invest in this city and stop letting the politicians get all the money. Because I see where that boss is supposed to be getting. Again, uh, that ain't got nothing to do. Discount. That ain't got nothing yes, to do. How? You, disinvest, how? you, you say it every city. time. But you again, we're in charge of our city. Then, we decide what happens here. Robin Voss for it for a we. hot man. Let me finish. It ain't we. Let me the finish. Republicans got all them seats. Yeah, what are you talking ahead. about? They're not in the city of well, Milwaukee. Who cares about them? Well, let me have my say on my show, Sandra, because you know you okay, be calling up, beating your, beat me you up. No, I'm not going to take away your show. And, okay, you, al- <laughs> <laughs> and, you, always, <laughs> and you always beat up Robin Voss, and sometimes he need beating up. I get it. He does. However, however, Who's getting a big cut? He did, they just said that no, they're getting not. a cut on the uh, tax cut. Yes, no. they did. I heard that yesterday. No, that, that didn't pass. And what they're trying to do is revote it. And I think, I think the governor 
uh, whether he can or not. I don't really think he can. If they override his veto, I don't think he can re-veto it. Mm-hmm. So that's that. But that's how the system works. You can't get mad because the mm-hmm. system works in your favor. So all the people that got mad at Scott Walker when he was able mm-hmm. to veto pieces because the Republican legislature made it so that you can veto lines and add words and dashes and all that and then change mm-hmm. the context of a bill and it passes. Well, that's what mm-hmm. the governor just did. Whether you agree with him mm-hmm. or not is irrelevant because he has that power. Yeah, but the thing is, you got a city you riding out, and everything that's bad is the black, city's black, not black, riding black, out. The, the city's not riding out. City. Well, let the city the, is uh, not riding out. Where, like I said, you say you came where I am. Tell me not. The city is not then the people riding out. It. They disrespect. They bring the garbage over in your area. That I can agree with. Um, yes. Well, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's crazy. I mean, I just, I just, what I'm doing now, I'm going up through this classism stuff. I'm going back to the days where all of this really kind of started about disinvestments in the cities. And and then once you start going through there, you start learning a lot. Now, now you, you just said something that's important, and I want you to repeat it again. Mm-hmm. You're going back to the classism because you recognize that it comes down to money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. I've been, cause I've been saying that. Thank, thank you for co-signing because whenever we want to get people upset, we just point to Robin Voss, we point to Donald Trump, and everybody loses their mind, and they take their eye off the game that white Democrats are winning too. And nobody mm-hmm. talks about exactly. that. Nobody talk, it comes people. down to money. Every last money, one money, of them, money, they got money, money, money. Yeah, that's all it is. So you know they're on board. You know they're on board with this stuff. Well, that's why we're building up downtown. The blues. No, big time. Well, not everybody. You know, Come on. Then, it's some black people in Milwaukee that are doing okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that. But, you know, I just want my black face is the problem. Go away. Black face is the problem. Every city, Philadelphia, every city, everything you see is black face. But they are, but they are causing trouble. They are committing homicides. They are robbing people. And I don't know. Why? It's not, it's not white people's fault. The white person isn't Look, standing next you to you telling you to shoot city, somebody. You start pulling stuff. We can't. We got to stop using poverty as a reason why people commit. Well, you're divesting. What do you think? Who's you divesting? Know, I mean, it's exactly. I'm right. watching people move into the city in my neighborhood. I'm watching people move in and buy houses. Oh, I ain't seeing none over here. Okay. I see empty spaces, which I told you was okay with me because I like living in the country. Because I'm living in the country right now, you know, uh, it don't bother me. I just don't like people dropping stuff over here in the city, pretend they can't put up a fence or something uh, to keep them from corroding the area. But no, every central city is, like I said, gutted out. Somebody gave uh, 15 worst cities in Milwaukee's on the list. And so naturally they put us there. And really, I did like to say, we got to get to the point where we can get these kids. Uh-huh. Yeah, get these kids off the street. Uh, maybe we can build a school. I think some of these black uh, people that got a lot of money, come on down here and help build a school, get some of these black kids off the street. Because they go to baseball games, football games, spend all that money. How about we show you how to build your own, and then you don't need them? Sure. That's all right. You can show, and then the COVID will come slap that down. So then it's something else. Time you start building up, you come COVID. So, uh, no, I think they should learn everything they can learn, learn everything, technology, everything. All right. 
Okay, then. All right. Thank you much, Sandra. Appreciate you. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Kid Harris. You know, Truth Nation, Penfield Children's Center is hosting a croquet match to help raise money for their mission of providing early intervention and family services for children with developmental delays and disabilities. And, well, this ain't any old croquet match. It'll be the Truth versus 620 WTMJ croquet match. So, come watch the Truth team whoop up on 620 WTMJ team Wednesday, July 12th at Estabrook Park from 4 to 7. You can also help the Truth team raise money for the children of Penfield. Donate now at PenfieldChildren.org forward slash team dash truth. That's PenfieldChildren.org forward slash team, T-E-A-M dash truth. T-R-U-T-H 833-212-1017 is the number. So there's some breaking news that my producer, Rhea, um, told me about in relation to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration today, granted traditional full approval to the Alzheimer's drug. Uh-oh. Lekembi? L-E-Q-E-M-B-I. The first medicine proven to slow the course of the memory-robbing disease. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid services said today they will now expand coverage of the drug, broadening access for up to an estimated million people with early forms of the disease. Now, if I, if I remember correctly and somebody correct me, so dementia is an earlier form of Alzheimer's. I don't know. Anyway, because I've got people in my family who have dementia, early onset dementia, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure it's part of the Alzheimer's family. So I need to do some research on that. But today's action is the first verification that a drug targeting the underlying disease process of Alzheimer's disease has shown clinical benefit in this devastating disease. This is from Teresa Baraccio, acting director of the office of neuroscience in the FDA center for drug evaluation and research. In the announcement, um, she also added this confirmatory study verified that it is a safe and effective treatment for patients with Alzheimer's disease. So that is something, um, you know, they talk about it being a new era, and it is. And so now people can get help. People that are in their 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s who are, you know, having those issues. So, Lakimba from drug makers Isai and Biogen received accelerated approval in January based on evidence that it clears amyloid plaque buildups in the brain that are associated with Alzheimer's. But because of an earlier coverage decision by CMS, 
which provides insurance coverage for many elderly people with Alzheimer's through Medicare. The drug hasn't been widely used. It costs $26,500 annually before insurance coverage. And so you have this treatment at your fingertips, and suddenly you had Medicare saying, yeah, but you can't quite get access to that. Says Joe Montmany, 59, who was diagnosed with younger onset Alzheimer's in his early 50s. He said, getting that insurance coverage is incredibly significant because having a treatment is awesome, but I can't afford to pay the $26,000 cost. And so we'll see how this works out and how it shakes out. But Medicare, Medicaid has broadened their coverage. So now it's going to include it. And so for those who may benefit from the drug, it's not a cure. It was shown in an 18-month clinical trial that slows decline in cognitive ability and function by 27%. Well, I would say that's significant that it slows it by 27%. So the treatment we have now are just beginning. It's just a beginning of a new era. We hope that we have treatments that are more um, efficacious. And that that's, I mean, for me, that, that's, that is phenomenal. That is some great news. Um, we now have access to things that are allowing us, because we're living longer anyway, that are now allowing us to be able to live it in a, in a meaningful way. Uh, Sheila says, as far as I know, Alzheimer's can cause dementia. Um, I think it's responsible for 60 to 80% of the dementia cases. And the caller said, okay. Interesting. 833-212-1017 is the number. Truth Nation, there's a fantastic event that's um, coming up, and you don't want to miss it. The award-winning 1017 The Truth is proud to announce Truth Family Fest, Saturday, August 12th, Riverside High School in Milwaukee. We're bringing the community together for a family fest, and I think we'll have something for everybody. There'll be live music and spoken word and food and Healthcare resources and free giveaways. Mark your calendar. This will be an exciting event and come out and enjoy the music, the food, the fun, and the truth fans and the truth nation and the truth team right here at Truth Family Fest on Saturday, August 12th, Riverside High School. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to get beat up by a certain number of people that I know who actually <clears throat> went to school there. Riverside University. High School. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. One of my favorite artists, Sade. That's what I'm talking about. 833, I was so sad she retired. 
And then she came back. But anyway. <sighs> I've got more breaking news. Everybody sit down. Well, we don't have to sit down, but Pittsburgh has to sit down. The Pittsburgh stop on Beyonce's world tour was canceled. To the point where the mayor actually tweeted about they're, dis- they're disappointed because, Be- dude, you're the mayor of a major metropolitan city and you're tripping that Beyonce is not coming. Okay. Beyonce's planned August 3rd performance at Acroshore Stadium was canceled due to logistics and scheduling issues. This is from WTAE.com. Fans and business on the North Shore said they are disappointed. Beyonce is not coming to Pittsburgh. The general manager of Voodoo Brewing Company said they will now take other opportunities for the business to make revenue because a concert would have generated a lot of money. A tweet from Mayor Ed Gamey said the city was deeply saddened. But, like, can you see Cavalier Johnson sending a, the mayor is sadly because a concert's not coming to Milwaukee? I don't know. We're fully prepared to welcome her to Pittsburgh and honor her with an official day, recognizing her visit and accomplishments. Ganey said the city was in conversation with Beyonce's promoter to figure out why the stop was canceled and if a new date would be, could be scheduled. So he said he didn't know what happened. That's what he told reporters. And that my only hope is that they can work it out, get a replacement date, and bring her here. The city deserves that. So now you deserve Beyonce. We deserve a Beyonce concert. What is that? Hmm. That's interesting. Due to production logistics and scheduling issues, unfortunately, the August 3rd Pittsburgh stop of the Renaissance World Tour or the Renaissance World Tour will not be taking place. Refunds will automatically be issued at point of purchase. And if you have any questions, contact your point of purchase. Wow. Gone. Am I missing it? We don't get upset when they cancel football games, basketball games, baseball games. But if a concert gets canceled, the world implodes. I mean, you got your money back. I'm just saying. You got your money back. You you didn't lose anything. If Beyonce wasn't on the tour to come to Pittsburgh, would you be like, I'm getting on an airplane and flying to New York to see Beyonce? I think not. You would would fly somewhere to go see somebody? And if you did, who would that be? Beyonce? Yeah, I actually thought about it, but I didn't work out with my schedule. There's, I'm not a big concert girly, but there are several artists where I'm like, Either I've been to their concert, want to go back, or I want to see them, and I would pay to like I would take a vacation out of it, but I would pay to go see them, and then like do like oh if they're in Austin playing, I'll go do a weekend in Austin and see them perform, and then hang out in Austin and come home. What did you call yourself a concert girly? Wow, interesting. I'm not not a concert girly. Yeah, I I don't get it either. But for the concert girlies like me who travel to go see them, they bring revenue to a city. Sure. So maybe the mayor was also a fan of Beyonce, um, but also probably <laughs> missing out a lot of dollars. Gotta get the ducats. 
And that's why no matter what, if you would disagree with somebody because you don't like their politics or you don't like 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 some people are upset that the Republican Party is coming to Milwaukee. If they eat your food, are you going to I don't want Republicans eating my food. Yeah, I, I want I want anybody eating my food if I'm selling it. I'm just saying. I don't really care. I think it's important that we remember that the truth represents everybody. And I hope we can get some people on to talk to them about, hey, what you doing for black people? What have you done for black? Why, why this? Why that? Chop it up and do some stuff. The caller said, Doc, do you have any idea how much people, well, no, do you know how much money people spend in the city on the day Queen Bee performs? Yes, I do. And like everything else, it's about money. Oh, I get it. It, it is about money. It, it always comes down to money. And, and I think that's where people miss the, the understanding of bringing a concert like that to a city. Not only the ta- that, but the taxes you pay when you're in the city. People stay in hotels, they pay tax. You have to bring an entire en- entourage, dancers, techs, all kind of stuff. They pay. So you can't, I mean, I mean, on that instance, I get it. But it is, I mean, it's Beyonce. I think Taylor Swift went to Pennsylvania. I don't know where, but she either that or Ohio. And she sold out like mm-hmm. the full stadium three yeah. nights in a row. Right. Like broke the record or something crazy. The, 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 the ticket thing. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, 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 no. After that. So when she's in her tour, she like mm-hmm. one of her stops, they had like yeah. three, like the full stadium. Yeah. I don't know why, but okay. Like I listen to Taylor Swift and I'm like, what is it? Like, what is it about Taylor Swift that people like? And yes, I know. Somebody said Denise Thomas flew to London to see um, Beyonce. Okay. I don't love her that much. That's just me. I don't love Well, I'm not really a Beyonce fan fan. I like some of the music. Um, I like some of the music she does with Jay-Z. But like a Beyonce fan, I don't I don't get all, oh, my God, it's Beyonce. That's just me. So somebody put in the talking text, Confederates tip too, like Republicans. It's unfortunate that you don't know your history in Wisconsin, but interesting. Like, you know, the Republican Party started in Wisconsin, in Ripon. But I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. Yes, I already got a text. Somebody corrected me on it's Riverside University High School. Okay. And I mean, I got a personal text, not a not a talking text line text. I got a personal text that I got it wrong. So my apologies to all of the who do I know that went to Riverside? Yeah. We just had some folks on the, you know, I find that people from King, Riverside and Brown Deer High School and actually, North Division feels some kind of way about their school. I've always wondered about that. I find that interesting. Maybe because I didn't go to high school here. But it's the same in Chicago when you talk about CVS and Lane Tech. And all. you get like, well, excuse me? I went to the house. And then everybody goes, oh, okay. But I'm just saying. 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. When we come back, we will have our top five at five coming up. There's a lot of news and a lot of things to talk about, so make sure you stay tuned right here, right now.